0: But I tell you, there are some times in life where you fall down, you feel like you don't have the strength to get back up. The reason you're here is because
1: there's something in you that says, I can do more. So you sit in this room, you think you're gonna be 18 for the rest of your life, you think you're gonna be 19 for the rest of your life. You have an opportunity right now that you'll never have. You owe you an explanation. You owe you an explanation. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Why are you only giving 50%? What's wrong with you? You need to put yourself on punishment. You need to tell you, no more TV, no more snacks, no more desserts, no more, no, we working out now. No, no more alcohol, not right now. Not, no, I can't handle it right now. You need to tell you that you owe you something. Stop going back to, you you keep going to the mall with the receipt. This is what y'all said it was. Glenn, you didn't do what you said you was going to do. Well, you didn't do what you were supposed to do, so how am I going to do what I'm supposed to do for you? You walk out of this room, you owe yourself. I didn't get here making excuses. So what? My father wasn't in my life. The truth of the matter is he ain't never coming to my life. So what, I'm going to wait for the rest of my life for my man to come? He ain't coming. I live in America. I'm an African-American male. They don't treat us the same. It's something called racism. I ain't going to cry about it. It's probably going to be racism to the day I die, but I'm not going to cry about it. I'm still going to be a millionaire. I'm still going to be one of the top motivational speakers in the world. No, I didn't grow up on that side of the town. No, my mama don't have no network. No, I don't know a whole lot of people No, I'm not at a country club. No, I don't play golf and I don't plan on playing no time soon But I'm still gonna be successful. I'm still gonna get you where they are. Why because I owe it to myself And can't nobody stop me, but me And You need to get rid of them excuses and you need to stop pointing fingers at people and you need to start pointing fingers at yourself What did you not do?
2: We fall down and can't get back up. You know something deep inside of you is telling you you could do more. We have one opportunity. That one opportunity, sometime in life, is that particular opportunity, that particular time where you're inspired and you have some form of epiphany where you can change and you can take a leap of faith and bet on yourself. You know, no more excuses. No one could stop you but you. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the things that I tell myself every day, man. I, You know, I couldn't get sober. I could have gave up a long time ago. It was very easy. You know, it was very easy to stay in a situation where I could continue to hurt myself and drink and give up on life and blame everyone else for my mistakes and not take accountability you know play the blame game but in order to change we have to make sacrifices and we have to have courage and we have to bet on ourselves so if you fall down or if you are in a sunken place or you at a low point in your life you can get back up you can do more you do owe it to yourself, and you do owe yourself an explanation. The intro to this episode was really powerful. Eric Thomas said something that really stood with me. You owe yourself an explanation. Why are you operating at 50%? Why have you not followed your dream? Why you never started that project? You know? you have to be accountable. Sometimes we have to look in the mirror and put ourselves in a hot seat. We talk about the accountability mirror a lot on this podcast. Shout out to David Goggins. You have to sometime look in that mirror, be radically honest with yourself and take accountability. It's your shortcomings, it's your life, it's your responsibility, no one else's. And I couldn't get better or I couldn't even begin to heal until I was 100% accountable and took 100% ownership of my bullshit and my shortcomings. I had to keep it real with myself, you know. You know, you could lie to the world. The only thing that's going to happen is people is going to call you out. They're going to... Leave you alone. You, While well, they're gonna, you know, you're gonna alienate yourself, and everyone's gonna move on with their life. But you're gonna be sit, sitting there holding your bag of irresponsibility, shortcomings, and lack. And then when it's too late, you're gonna look back in your life and regret that you didn't take more ask action. You didn't take massive actions. You didn't bet on yourself, and you were you didn't take you didn't have courage. But at no point in our life is too late. It's never really too late. Even in your advanced years, you still have a chance to turn around and transform yourself, you know, but you do owe yourself an explanation. And on this um, episode of motivation and recovery, I just want to motivate you guys and let you know that every day we have to chip away at ourselves. We're like a uncarved sculpture and every day we got to chip away to really make sure we re- we're in a state of refinement and fine-tuning and we're constantly working on our bottom line and making ourselves better you know um, I remember my manager back in the days when I was doing music when I was younger he used to always say what did you do for your career today even if you do one thing every day it could be a small little thing what did you do for your dream today? Did you work on a song? Did you think about a concept? Did you rehearse for a show? Did you meet up with a colleague? Did you do anything? Did you write down something in your journal? What did you do for your life today? What did you do for your career today? And when I say, "Um, uh, you know, nothing really, he says, well... Make it your priority to do one thing every day that's for your dreams. We get up every day, whether we like it or not, to go to work for someone else's dream. Why can't we do it for ourselves? What's the problem? Why do we put off years and years to write the book or to finish that art project or to start that new business or to do that thing that you were born and that you're passionate about? We always feel like we have time, this is an issue for me I always, I feel like I have time But, you know, a year from now you will thank yourself for the actions that you take today You know, if you ever wanted to start a podcast, now is the time, do it now, you know Because a year from now you will have an audience, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, you know we just started the soap is Dope podcast. we're building our brand, but we're doing it out of love and when you do something out of love, people are going to come. If you, whatever your dream is, go out there and get it, but don't make excuses. and if you are going to make excuses, be accountable all right and, and understand that the world is not gonna, the world is not going to stop for you. The world is going to keep going. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober Is Dope Podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. This episode is entitled Motivation and Recovery. I wanted to give you a short, sweet nugget. You know, we're at the tail end of the week, and I want you guys, you guys been patient. We did some really heavy scientific and spiritual and emotional episodes, and I wanted to bring it back to a focal point of motivation in our recovery. Staying motivated for all my people out there. I know you're trying. I see you all. You know, Tara, I see you. You working hard. Congratulations on all your new success. Everything that you wanted is coming to fruition. Mark, I see you. Um, uh, um Randy Frazier. Everyone out there that's working hard. I see you all. Um, thank you for all of your support. And Billy, I am very proud of you. you know, my our main man Billy, who's a uh, who's always a contributor to the podcast. He recently hit 90 days. He's probably at a hundred to a hundred and twenty days now in his recovery, everyone give um, say a prayer for Billy, Billy, we love you, keep going. all right. everyone out there, if you're in recovery, I know there's a point where things get a little depressing. Things get a little bit down. Things look a little blue. It's not always going to be a silver lining. But the good thing is, in your back pocket, you do have your recovery. You are clean and you are sober. And that's worth everything. That's priceless. So you are a champion. And sometimes champions, although the world is rooting for them, they don't feel too great. But they still are the champion. So in my book, if you're out there and you're really fighting and you're getting up every day and you're trying to make ends meet and you're trying to be there for the kids and you're trying to be there for your spouse and your family and then, you know, you're trying to make ends meet and you're running on a thousand. But the problem is you have you feel like you have no outlet because you're doing the sober thing and it's new to you or if it's not new to you, you're just struggling at points. Join the club. But we get there. And then, you know, the beautiful thing about our recovery is these those beautiful days where you kind of could see it in someone else that may be struggling and you go, oh, man, I came so far. I remember when that was me and I'm happy that I chose my recovery, you know. Going to work today, I saw someone that was strung out and just, you know, asking for money and they just looked terrible and defeated. And, you know, the, I pray that they'll come around and I know they'll get to that place where they find, where they choose themselves and stop making excuses and, and then they, they make the right choice. But in that moment, I looked and was like, wow, man, I remember when I was there. You know, I was almost there. I wasn't 100 percent where that person was at, but I I was really on a fast track to that. And that was not me. So in these moments, when you go see through someone else, your past reflection, you can say, I am a champion. I am a warrior. And we're all warriors because we're fighting. But the reason why I want to do this episode, ladies and gentlemen, is I wanted to motivate you and I wanted to let you know that every day we need to stay motivated. We need to find something that helps us get through the day because we live this one day at a time lifestyle where we have to maintain our peace one day at a time, one second at a time, one moment at a time. Right. So I'm very excited. And um, we're going to cut. To um, a message from our sponsors and ladies and gentlemen, again, stay motivated, don't give up. Although you may fall down, you can get back up. You can do more. If you find that opportunity, remember in life, sometimes we only get that one opportunity and you owe it to yourself to to be accountable. You owe yourself an explanation for your shortcomings. If you're not at 100 percent, that's okay. But just acknowledge that you're not at 100 percent. And then let's figure out a game plan on how we're going to get there. Right. And. We gotta put our fears and our in perspective, our anxiety and perspectives, our doubt. My biggest advice to you today in this episode of motivation is just don't doubt yourself. That's the thing that I do a lot, and I remember my little brother always said that. He said, no matter what, don't doubt yourself, because you are worthy and you can do whatever you want. You're a king. Shout out to my younger brother Shalom Melchizedek. I love you, bro. Thank you for those words. I remember when I told my younger brother, well, you know, I'm a little bit older, but I want to get back into doing my music and I miss it. He said, you're the best musician, you're one of the best rappers I ever heard in my life. No matter what, just don't doubt yourself and that stuck with me. I said I'm not going to doubt myself. I'm going to do this for me. I'm not doing this to impress anyone. I'm doing this because in my heart I want to I want to make music. I want to write. I want to express myself and I want to be accountable to and I want to finish what I started, right? And um, in that moment, I wasn't looking to be famous. I wasn't looking for notoriety. I was just looking to create and to be part of the creative process of something that I was passionate about. And in that way, that was enough for me. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I urge you, find what makes you excited. Find what makes you light up. Find what makes you feel alive and run with it. And don't doubt yourself and don't make any excuses And do one thing every day to get yourself closer to your goals I love you all, let's keep going Why sober is dope, why not? Why not? Why not be great? Why not set an example? You sober curious, come on board If you're struggling, don't be afraid Fear is not an option. We want transformation. We want people to live. If you're sober-minded, then you're clear-headed. You're closer to the source. You're closer to the all. You're closer to a higher vibration. Why is sober is dope? Because sobriety is life. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's no depression. There's no running from your problems. It's facing your fears. Facing everything. No doubt no going backwards, it's upward mobility, we moving forward, let's let's time the man up, okay, it's time the man up, why sober is dope, because sobriety is, it's the original panacea, you want to be healthy, you want to become a millionaire, you want to live your best life, and sometimes we have to make sacrifices, everyone could talk a good game, but not many of us is willing to make a sacrifice. If you're struggling out there, don't be afraid. If you if you drugged out, there's hope. If you can't put that bottle down for some reason, it's hope. Why sober is dope? Because it is. It's life, and we promote life. We promote transformation and new beginnings. Yeah, let's get it.
0: When i look at people i always ask the question i say man tell me what nike stands for they said oh ink that's easy just do it i said tell me what adidas stands for oh ink that's easy man impossible it's nothing i said now tell me what you stand for when people look at you do they think excuses When people look at you, do they think victory? When people look at you, do they think that's a person that's going to give me everything they got? Not on some days, but on every day. And it's not going to be predicated upon if I feel like it. Because I think we all know if we only worked on the days when we felt like it, none of us would get much accomplished. I'm talking about the real level of commitment. Not the commitment that falls in line if everything goes right. I'm speaking of the commitment that says... I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've it in his life. See, most people, ladies and gentlemen, are stoppable. Most people, all you have to do is tell them no. All you have to do is make it inconvenient for them. All you have to do is make it difficult for them and they're stuck. See, when you go to get your goal, don't think that all you have to do is think positive and everything's going to work out okie-dokie for you. When you go to get your goal, you are sending a telegram to Murphy's Law to visit you personally.
1: You thought you were just going to have a dream and a goal, and you were just going to wake up and just walk into the sunset. You're like, dream? Boom. It don't work like that. You have a dream, and then life punks you. Life pumps you and say, do you really want this? you going to lose friends. Do you really want this? Do you really want this? Cousins going to bandy you. People that you used to be like this with, going to think you bougie and don't want to deal with you. It's a part of it, but I paid too much. If I was gonna quit, I would've quit in the abandoned building when I wanted to commit suicide and take my life. I should've quit when I heard my voice say, your mama don't want you, your daddy don't want you. Take your life. I got through that. So why am I gonna quit over F on a grade? Come on. And so I'm telling y'all, you have come too far to quit now. You have invested too much to quit now. You have lost too much to quit now. Don't cry about it, don't whine about it, get a reward
0: for your pain. And so by being committed to everything that I started, I finished it, it built a certain type of spirit, it built a certain type of mentality, it built a certain type of individual. And so now I couldn't quit even if I wanted to. I couldn't stop even if I wanted to. I had too much sweat equity in my life and everything that I was doing.
1: You're too close to quit
0: now. You gotta take another lap. You got to take another lap because you never know this might be the one you can't stop because you're tired You can't stop because you got your feelings hurt. You got to take another lap. Keep walking. Keep walking Keep walking. You're gonna make it. You're gonna do it. You got an unstoppable fire. Come on. Take another lap Don't you stop. Don't stop walking
2: Ladies and gentlemen, that last clip really touched me, and it brought it all home, and I am truly inspired today, and I'm just really excited to be able to share this information with you guys. Um, All of this information and all of these clips that you hear on the Sober is Dope podcast are free. You can go on YouTube. I get a lot of these clips from YouTube. You know, I search the internet on things that can be applicable to our journey, And that can help us. And this touched me really deeply. What do you stand for? You know, what do people think about when they look at us? What do they think when they look at us? And I know. Too all too well when we were heavy when we were heavy in our, our addiction, we really worried about what the world thought about us and deep down it really hurt us because I think in every addict's heart, they understand, we understand our shortcomings, we understand we're screwing up, we understand we're not healthy, we understand that our addiction is causing issues, but that's the nature of addiction. It really grips us and it's very hard to rip ourselves out of that negative pattern. But for many of us who's who's in our recovery, we did that. We are champions and it's really important just to be mindful and accountable. But it's more important to worry about what you think about yourself not what other people think about you all right because it's all about your self-image and your self-esteem and i'm doing and i want to motivate you guys to be encouraged to love yourself forgive yourself and motivate yourself to be great it's very important because it's too easy to compare ourselves to the world to worry about what other people think about us. But it's much, it's much more important to worry about your self-image and your self-love because, you know, you have to live in your own skin. And the goal is we all want to go to our grave without any doubts or regrets and with minimal guilt. And just to be free and freedom is being at peace with ourselves. If I could if I could just put it in the simplest way, you know, my whole goal in life is to be successful, but mostly to be at peace, because I know many people, quote unquote, that are successful in one way, but they're totally unhappy, totally miserable, Um, you know, and not at peace at all. They have no semblance of peace. They're actually miserable. They resent their money. They resent their success. They resent their families. They hate themselves. They'd rather die. And so we know that money is not the actual indicator of success. It's actually happiness. And I encourage you to go out there and fight for your happiness. And whatever that looks like, one of the things that I do encourage is being be, being mindful of your passion, your talents, the things that excite you. And I encourage you to go out there and create and to do the things that make you feel free and to make you feel happy. And it may take some time. It may take some further education. It may take some further polishing. It may take some hard work. But if you're working towards your ultimate end goal to be in uh to be living in a way where you're successful from your own passion and from your own talents and from the things that excite you then you're gonna have a better quality of life you know what i'm saying and then you're gonna be less likely to seek drugs or alcohol as a form of happiness or a, a form of coping because you're actually living within your passion another thing that touched me from this um last clip is um do you really want this and if you do how much and I like to think about that as far as our sobriety and our recovery because look we're champions and I'm trying to motivate everyone here to either find sobriety uh, find their recovery or if you're in your already in recovery to maintain that and find a deeper meaning in your recovery and a deeper a deeper passion towards life in recovery because it's not just about. You know, the most important thing in our lives is our sobriety and our recovery. But once we have that going, we also want to use that as a platform to build upon for other forms of success and for other endeavors. So we want to keep growing. We want to keep working. In my case, when I quit drinking Um, that was a platform to quit smoking cigarettes. And once I quit smoking cigarettes, that became a platform to start seeking other forms of helpful habits, healthy habits that I could implement into my life, such as meditation, such as exercise, such as clean eating, um, positive thought reinforcements, life transformation goals, and things like that. Um, so look, let's never stop growing. Let's keep pushing and let's keep going. Um... Building a certain type of spirit. I love when Les Brown talked about that. Building a certain type of spirit all right and and that means that you know having a certain type of attitude a certain type of essence about you that reinforces your success and reinforces your motivation and your passion and and urge you to not give up so the theme here is this episode is to not give up and we've come too far to quit now and i think many of us really quit our hopes and dreams and our aspirations and some people even their recovery because they they we we some people tend to quit right before they get what they were looking for so you know it's this long journey and you're right there but one or two things don't go your way and you just say, you know what, I'm quitting. And I'm one of those guys. I'm, you know, um, I start things and sometimes when it gets a little hard or I have a fight with someone and uh, some someone throws a curveball, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I don't want no nothing to do with this. And then I have to catch myself and say, look, don't come from a place of emotion Be logical and be patient and don't act on things while you're in a heightened emotional state. Be more logical, be more patient. So I'll give you guys an example. I have many businesses and a lot of business partners. The other day, one of my business partners wrote me a note that I thought was condescending and negative. And I immediately said to him, well, you know, I don't think I think this is off base and, you know, I think you're wrong and i didn't respond to anything after that cuz i don't like to get into confrontation but when his response to that i didn't like cuz he it was a second condescending response and then i reached out to our third partner and said you know what i don't want to deal with this guy no more i'm done i'm done with this whole project forget about it don't want anything to do with you guys have a good life and then i'm sitting there and i'm thinking i've been working on this project for 3 years and i and i'm just and i'm willing to throw it all away because i didn't like the way someone spoke to me so I changed my attitude, I sat down, and then I took accountability. I looked at what the person was saying, right, and then I looked at it from their point of view, and then I re- and then I reached out to the person, and I came from a logical place. I said, well, look, I understand where you're coming from, and this is how I'm defending myself, and this is why I did X, Y, and Z, and I felt that your response was negative and condescending, and... And for the future, I think we should communicate with each other in a more fair way. And I think we should give each other time to explain and blah, blah, blah. And then he said, I totally understand. Thank you. And we moved on. It was no biggie. So I learned that not to give up on things when they become uncomfortable, not to give up on myself or my dreams or my aspiration or my side businesses or anything when they become inconvenient. Lastly, what really touched me in this, and I'm going to wrap this up, is when Les Brown said that all someone has to do is make something inconvenient for you in, in order for you to quit. They just have to make it inconvenient. You know, a bank, you ask for a loan, a bank says, I need all of these documents, I need you to go through all of this, and someone says, "I forget it, I'm not gonna do it, it's inconvenient. I'm not gonna apply for that business loan, they want too much stuff, it's too many hoops. And sometimes the process means that you have to go fix your credit, you have to go pay down some other debt, you have to go and pay your past taxes or file taxes, you may have to get a second job and start saving some money to get that loan. So don't give up on your dreams, let's just do the hard work and part of that is staying motivated. And the one thing I learned about motivation is you have to just have this particular gift or you have to learn this particular skill to really just see your end goal. Don't worry about everything in between, just keep tearing every obstacle down because you have to just be able to visualize that end goal the end result of your hard work is what you're fighting for. The stuff in between is just obstacles you have to tear down. And ladies and gentlemen, I need this every day. And that's why I'm motivating you guys to really, really not give up. And remember, we all came too far to give up. Now, we have too much more we have more to go on this journey. We have a lot of fight left in us, and I don't care how old you are. If you're if you're a senior and we're and you're and your hair and you and you did not accomplish the things you wanted to do on this planet, go do it today. It's never too late to be amazing. It's never too late to be phenomenal, and it's never too late to follow your dreams. I love you, ladies and gentlemen. Lastly, let's not be afraid. Of what life has to offer. Let's not be afraid to go get our our, our goal. Let's go get that bag, like the young kids say. Let's get our bag. Secure your bag, secure your dreams, secure your hopes. Don't be afraid. And even if you are afraid, fight through the fear because fear is, as we all know in our recovery, is the biggest liar. All right? God bless you guys. This is the Sober is Dope podcast, Motivation and Recovery. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I catch you on the other side.